0: Sing Second Nation. We're back uh, for another S3, a Sing Second Short. Um, Today is Wednesday the 22nd. Uh, We're recording the morning of the Missouri Army game. Um, We had two games yesterday. The old Kent State-Wyoming Boiseado Famous Potato Bowl uh, and the San Diego State-UTSA Let's go bowl that we'll talk about here in a couple of minutes. Just to recap, where we're sitting, bull standing wise, now that we're not just five or six games in, one team has a commanding lead at this point. The Mountain West Conference is four and zero going into uh, kind of their Christmas break, if you would, of bowl games. Uh, the MAC zero and four. And yesterday, I feel like I kind of picked with my heart a little bit. Uh, Kent State lost to uh, Wyoming, and maybe the maybe grossest uniform combination possible. Uh, if, you, if you didn't see it, uh, Kent State, known for their flashy colors because of the golden flashes or something like that, they came out on in yellow on yellow. And Wyoming came out brown on yellow, and they were playing on the blue turf in Boise, Idaho. So talk about uh, maybe some terrible color choices there. Uh, but before we get too far into today's breakdown, uh, we have a, a guest. I, I really like hearing myself talk. That's why I try to uh, make these short podcasts as much as I can. Um, but maybe the only guest Sing Second has ever had. Now he's definitely the only two-time guest. Uh, he's been featured on a another podcast. Now he's cheating on us with another podcast since he's moved away um, and got a, a different teaching job teaching... Not middle school kids, woof. Um, but Tyson Cromie is back in the D Street Studios over Zoom. I, I don't know um, from Sunny Millard, Nebraska. Do you? Do you live in Millard? Where do you actually live?
1: Yeah, I'm in I'm in Millard. I'm in West Omaha, so it's like it's the perfect little area. Gretna's just south of me, and Elkhorn's just north of me, so it's just that perfect kind of three street strip there. But it's it's beautiful. It's sunny. It's a little frigid outside, got a nice cup of coffee next to me, just enjoying a little time at home right now in our five-day moratorium, so we're, uh, we're thriving this morning.
0: Boom, in the old Omaha area, the West Omaha. Now, since the, uh, the old Gretna outlets are just south of you, do you make a few visits a month, or what? how often do you go to the old outlets?
1: You know, gosh, uh, we we haven't even been there yet since, we, since we've since we lived here. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good places to shop, but it's kind of, you know, it's one of those things where once you make a move, you kind of think, you know, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go there, and I'm going to check out all this stuff all the time. And then you show up and then it's kind of like, oh, yep, <laughs> going back to Walmart. Although I will say uh, we live right next to the hy V. Uh, we live right near Millard West High School. And it seems like, Usually every Saturday morning or Sunday morning, I'll make my way out there because they always have some kind of, you know, awesome thing for for breakfast or, you know, just it's they always have something different. So I always kind of go explore that. And, you know, just, you know, as my as my dad year set in, the older I get, the earlier I get up and I always make my way out there. It seems like. Um, How is Lil Jet doing? He's hanging in there. Uh, every night that he gets a full night of sleep, we get really excited for the next night to where he'll probably wake up about three times. So
0: wait get as jet, much sleep
1: as we can. Jet sleeps through the night sometimes. Yeah, he does. So it's pretty exciting, but <laughs> is that a face of frustration?
0: <laughs> yeah. I have a 13 month old who's done that once and oh, wow.
1: yeah. So, yeah, no. jet jets getting, he's getting there. Um, you know, and and it's, it's been a lot of help for his mom and I with the new job and everything. It just, it kind of makes it a little bit smoother. So that's that's true.
0: Now, obviously with a newborn still, how old's Jet?
1: It's not technically newborn. He's. Yeah. He's about just about four months here. Uh, January 2nd. Yep. He was born, Um... uh, September 2nd, that was the day Nebraska beat Fordham. So I knew that, you know, the Huskers, we're gonna turn it around past that point. So,
0: well, yeah, the old Fordham Rams there—they yeah. they will live in infamy, more or less, because Jet Cromie was born. But, <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, now having a four-month-old and being busy with wrestling, um, what's bull season been like for you? I mean, yeah, we're we're only eleven games in, but wrestling is a nonstop three, four meet a week type of sport.
1: Yeah, we especially out here, you know, I, I was kind of excited for the break out in Omaha because it, we just wrestle in the same city pretty much. But turns out last week we we did hit the road. We went to Benson Thursday, West Side Friday, and then we went up to South Dakota on Saturday, and that was about a two-hour drive. So we stayed the night in the hotel, and I actually got to finally just sit down and watch uh, Northern Illinois – uh, and that was a team that I kind of had my eye on and one of the other assistant coaches. Uh, he actually teaches at Westside, but uh, Omaha Westside High School, for those that do not know. And uh, he, t- he coaches at Miller North. And Westside has uh, a couple kids that play for Northern Illinois. In fact, one of them is one of their starting defensive tackles, uh, Haberman. We watched him play for a little while, and that was you know pretty good stuff. Watched some highlights of the uh, Idaho Potato Bowl. You know, talk about a lackluster matchup already. You had the color combinations. You know, Wyoming was even posting videos of, you know, usually teams go to the zoo or, you know, go do something, go hang out at the beach before the bowl game. You know, they're they're out there playing bumper cars. Like, that's probably the only thing to do in Boise anyway. But, you know, I, I've kind of caught games as I could, but I'm really excited for this moratorium because I'm going to be sitting down. i gonna be watching a lot of football here.
0: And maybe not a better matchup uh, for the sing second podcast than one of the the academies taking on uh, an SEC team. And so this bowl game is the Lockhead Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, it takes place today, Wednesday, December twenty second. So make sure you download this and listen to it asap. I guess if. If they're waiting, they didn't do that, but um, it's a 7 p.m. kickoff. Only one game today, and it's on ESPN. Now, these teams have played four times. Uh, Missouri holds a 3-1 and record over Army. Uh, Missouri is has had 33 bowl games. Uh, I, I know as we've talked um, in, in previous short episodes, there's been 10 bowl games here, 12 there maybe at the most, uh, but Missouri, now we're starting to get into the teams who are – in bowl games, maybe not every year, but but probably five out of six year spans here. Missouri's 15 and 18 in bowl games. Uh, this year though, they're six and six. Uh, they're obviously the first SEC team to play. Uh, they didn't really have any key wins, but they did have a win at Florida. And I'm pretty sure that's right before Florida fired their head coach. Um, I think one big issue for Missouri though, Is their leading passer, Basilic, who threw for 2,500 yards, and their leading rusher, Beatty, who um, up to this point, what we've seen has led the league or led the nation in rushing at 1,600 yards. Both are out for this game. And so, kind of an interesting dynamic here for Missouri. Um, They take on an Army team who has played in nine bowl games, a six and three record, this year, eight and four overall, Um, but they're coming off a loss to Navy. And Obviously, a triple option attack that we've talked about many times on the podcast. Uh, Anderson, their starting quarterback, 600 yards passing, 600 yards rushing. Their leading rusher, along with Anderson, is Robinson, who had 600 yards rushing. And obviously, they've got 10, 11, 12 guys who all have 100 to that 600 yards rushing. Uh, Tyson, when you think about a a Missouri team who plays Florida, Georgia, um, all those SEC teams Kentucky who's a heavy run team are they knowing that they have key guys out on the offensive side of the ball are they going to be able or want to stop an army rushing attack that really stresses every point of attack
1: yeah well it once again it goes back to losing Beatty and you know your your offensive system you have to have some kind of ground game and it's just if that's what you've been relying on. You got a new quarterback. I think I saw that they had like three different young guys that they're all going to kind of try at that tailback spot or that running back spot. You know, it can be deflating, you know, especially when you're six and six anyway. You know, you've kind of had a tough year. You've had a lot of losses that you probably feel like should have been in the win column. And now you're going and playing in a bull game that in the SEC standards, you know, you should be in games that are like the capital one bowl, you know, the citrus bowl, or maybe even, you know, some of the um, playoff games, but you know, they're, they're there. I don't know how motivated they'll be. I know that uh, they're going to have to try to get the ball in the air with their backup quarterback. He's going to be more of the pocket passer type. Uh, But it's, it's just really, it's going to be more of a surprise. It's kind of like when an NFL team fires their head coach, you just don't know what's coming. That's kind of what I'm thinking about this. You know, Missouri is going to have to do something to try to get some kind of spark going or just something to move the ball, something that Army will probably be overwhelmed with.
0: You know, and I think it'll be interesting just from the Army perspective, coming off a loss to Navy. They're 8-3 and going into uh, that Navy game when Navy was 3-7. and And uh, really not a good Navy team like we've seen in years past. An Army may be at the, the highest peak of a three-, four-year run here uh, that they've had in a long, long time uh, When back when they were competing for, like, national championships and stuff. But uh, it'll be interesting uh, to see what that motivation, that SEC motivation factor, because you know if Army comes out and is able to run all over Missouri, who statistically has not had a good run defense this year, well, they didn't want to be there. You know, the old SEC cop out. Um, but Army, on the other hand, couldn't get off the field in third downs against Navy last week. And um, you just assume the depth of Missouri has got to be just a little bit better about than the, the depth of the uh, Army Black Knights here. Um, Tyson, any, do, do you think Army has a chance? you going with Missouri. What are your thoughts now? Just to kind of give you a heads up, I'm five and six in this bowl competition. I was zero and two yesterday because I picked with my heart instead of using some common sense. Um, i I've, I've, may I've. There's been some calculated risk here, uh, taking a Coastal Carolina over at Northern Illinois, even though knowing that there's, you know, Coastal's been a little down with injuries this year, and Northern Illinois has three or four Omaha kids playing with them. Um, took. BYU, as as many would over UAB, and that backfired. I took Oregon State over Utah State in the old kind of mid-major versus power five combo. Uh, But obviously, a Mountain West team would never lose to a MAC team. Wyoming would not have lost to Kent State. But the offense of Kent State has been so explosive. UTSA, San Diego State. I should have known San Diego State was going to bounce, bounce back and, and play well against uh, Texas San Antonio. So I need someone to be the voice of, of reason here. I need someone to tell me how I need to vote because five and six uh, in a podcast where we talk about college football, and I feel like I know college football because I watch it all day, Saturday and Sunday. And then as I get ready for uh, the day in the morning, who comes out on top? Is it Missouri or is it Army?
1: Well, way back uh, when I was on this show, and I, I don't even know, it might have been a year ago or it was probably longer than that. It was a little bit longer than that because I talked about K-State. Uh, you know, I, I did get to pick uh, an Army game, and it was uh, I, I believe I was successful within that pick. Uh, but I will say this, you know, Army is going to do what they do. Missouri's run defense, like you said, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. I think Army's secondary is uh, kind of their weak point. So we'll see if uh, Missouri opens it up at all, uh, throwing the ball. But, you know, Army, on the other hand, I coached at a high school that ran triple option. I have a lot of respect for it. Uh, I started listening to the Sing Second podcast where I became a more avid Army fan. That's why I wanted to jump on and talk about this one. You know, it's, it's just it's hard to see a scenario where Army doesn't get the offense rolling and they take care of business. And Army is going to win this one by four. Uh, I will say also that uh, my friends and I out here in Omaha, every week we we get in on a little pick them And, uh, you know, the two times that I've picked Army this year, uh, I picked the under. And all I can say is I've seen that offense go to work. Even though they lost, it was like 70 to 54 to Wake Forest. Man, that offense looked pretty good against you, that uh, Wake Forest defense. And there was another one, too. But I've seen the offense go full swing. And uh, with Missouri's run defense down and with Army doing a little pitch here, a little pitch there, full back up the middle, they're going to take this one. Army wins.
0: Army we wins. Oh, I thought I was getting ready for like a not-so-fast the Corso. All this praise for army, and they go, But it's an SEC team, or whatever.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, I'll say those for Brandon's takes.
0: (laughs) You know, I it's hard for me to disagree with any of that since we coach a triple option offense out here. Um, and I I enjoy watching army for a lot of the same reasons that you, you mentioned. Uh, but Missouri's in a in a tough spot in the SEC and they already kind of get pushed around because they're not a true SEC team. They're still the Big 12 invading the SEC. Um, and I think a Missouri team may take this game seriously because they need kind of street cred, if you would. If if they they try to roll through the SEC gauntlet next year and then you're gonna add Texas and Oklahoma in the near future. You can't be army when it doesn't matter per se that the SEC will always throw out there that they didn't have any care to be there. Um, I don't think that's a good look for for Missouri. I feel like Georgia can say that Auburn could say that just because they've got some pedigree in the SEC, but uh, Missouri's still trying to find their feet, even though the first couple years they're in the, the old title game. So I'm going to pick Missouri. I'll probably eat my words later and tweet about it and how I'm a terrible terrible host and no college football, nowhere. But um, but I, I will go I'll go with Missouri. Tyson, you've got Army.
1: Yep, if you, we'll go if
0: whoever wins, the other has to move to where they're at.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been trying to, you know, even though it, I, I always talk about it. I always talk about hey, Andy, you know, I'll, I'll continue to be that voice no matter what happens. So
0: it's a little voice in my ear that sometimes gets louder depending on the day.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, pretty much any time you text me, I'm always doing something. So.
0: <laughs> there's a reference to it somewhere in there. Yeah. But as always, make sure you follow along as we uh, continue this bowl season slate of matchups. Uh, there's one, or There's one today on Wednesday. There's two on Thursday, one on Friday, one on Saturday. And after that, that's where we get the multiple games a day where you're going to have to have multiple screens like, uh, like Danny tries to do and that I live by. But the best part about the old bowl game schedule is that no matter what, one team ends singing second. Have a good day.